0: Are you injured in a car crash, slip and fall, or on the job? You need a law firm that's big enough to challenge the largest insurance companies and corporations? Morgan and Morgan has nearly 500 attorneys throughout the country, and they've recovered billions of dollars for clients like you. Get America's largest personal injury law firm to fight for you with no upfront costs, and it's free unless they win. Visit ForThePeople.com. could be because a pretty face got the best of me <laughs> suddenly you came into my life and gave it meaning and pure delight now good looks i've learned to do without because now i know it's love that really counts beauty's only skin deep Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Ruffin. Beauty's only skin deep. Oh yeah. Now you speak. All right, (laughs) verse two. Warm and sincere. And let me know that your love is near. A pretty face you may not possess, but what I like about you is your tenderness. That was really fucked up. <laughs> David Ruffman was the king of all problematic
1: lyrics. Really was. That being said, though, I've always felt like Dustin would play the hell out of a David Ruffman role. <laughs> what? I mean, wouldn't he play it? I mean, can't you Doubt. just see it? Don't y'all just see the wig. <laughs> I mean, I mean that nigga would wear that thing out. Do you hear me? I would love to see Duff- that's Dustin That's gonna be a mood. Um, I oh would I would pay cash money over and over again to see Dustin play David
0: Ruffin. I would pay big dollars <laughs> to see Dustin play David Ruffin.
1: Woo, yes,
0: indeed. Nobody Praise come in the
1: Lord. See you, niggas. Otis. Ain't Praise no the Lord, niggas. See you. <laughs> Welcome back to getting grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. I'm Jade, and we're back to talk about the scam that is adulting. The good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, 2019. Yes. How is this? You know, we are here and we are we have made it through yet another week and we don't have any complaints outside of that. You know what I'm saying? We just we just grateful.
0: We're just grateful.
1: Um, The pollen is trying to take me out. But, you know, me and 52 million other Americans.
0: I suffer. That's it. Amen. It it is a thing. Well, I have no complaints. I'm here and I'm breathing and I'm grateful for that and I'm healthy and I won't complain outside of the petty peeves this week.
1: Uh, My Petty Peeve is going to be one for the books
0: You guys hold
1: on Okay, I'm just letting you know right now There is a There is a message burning down (laughs) On the inside of my heart And I am ready
0: I'm ready, I almost want to do it right now But we'll wait (laughs) We tell, because we have lots of trash And lots of graduation announcements
1: Jesus Jesus Diamante cries, I'm ready
0: (laughs) (laughs) Diamante Uh, so, uh, you want to go ahead and get on into this so we can get to it, get to it with the get to it in it. Let's get into this trash. I have it. I'll clean up Starting off with big trash. Oh God. Governor John Bel Edwards signed Louisiana's heartbeat abortion ban lo- ban into law, which <sighs> makes Louisiana the fifth state behind Mississippi, Kentucky, Ohio, and Georgia um to sign to sign the to sign the bill this is all out this is an all-out attack it is it is at this point you know and i know there are varying opinions on the matter i personally i can't i can't with it because you are taking people's choices away from them you know what i'm saying and i know people feel ways about people's choices but your body is your body and what you choose to do with your body is your business um Netflix is also talking about boycotting Georgia for the bill because you know they do a lot of filming in Georgia. Oh. So uh, not Netflix in, but there's a lot of filming in Georgia in general. So Netflix mm-hmm. is is being very open and speaking about talking about boycotting Georgia and filming in Georgia because of this bill, and I respect it. Same. Did you see Madonna's daughter? Oh. I did. <laughs> I did. I did observe that. I I was.
1: I wasn't wasn't exactly sure how to feel about it, Uh, but it is something that came across my phone. And I was like, okay, (laughs) all right, I saw that and that's what I saw.
0: You know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I just, I'm going to reserve all of my opinions and my Mm-mm. thoughts. Because we don't talk about people's kids. We I don't. Mean, that's, but that's rule. But, but, but. Oh, God. Why do you have this beautiful brown baby in this James Brown wig? Like, why? I wanted to throw a coat over her. Why? Mm-hmm. After she sashayed so wonderfully. I just, I, I need you all to just seek out The advice and the help of your Black friends, if you so choose to raise a Black baby, don't take it upon yourself to do disrespectful (laughs) things, like put this child in a Little Richard wig. Like, that's not okay. I just, (laughs) I felt ways about that. And I mean... I'm, res- I'm reserving everything else, but I just, you can't. Okay. Don't put those wigs on those babies. Stop doing that. I
1: don't, I just, it's, it's just wholly unnecessary.
0: It really is. I feel like there's not even a proper hair care going on underneath. You know, I'm sure the the straight backs are not moisturized. You just slapped this. I think this. one of the, <laughs> uh, one of the accounts
1: I follow, I don't remember if it was like professional black girl or, I don't know, one of the black women accounts that I follow I posted um, a video about a black woman who has like a LLC where she teaches white parents how to do their black kids hair. Sounds like doing the work to me. And I was like, talk about addressing a need. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's how like that right there is the optimal business model. And you want to be a solution. Okay. That's, that's how it. you that's how you uh, really build a brand out that's, here. That's it. What that's problem it. are you solving? And I was like, this lady right here nailed it. OK, I was like charity, my man. Like <laughs> I said, she's out here doing the Lord's work. And
0: I fully like, is there some way that we can support her? I endorse because I'm we can't stop it board. from happening. So we got to make sure it's done properly. <laughs> like That's right. That's right.
1: Step number one,
0: wash your baby's hair in the kitchen sink Oh my gosh
1: I mean, I just feel like there is definitely... Just a lack of education around, around what it is that is necessary in caring for our hair
0: as it grows out of our heads. Amen. Just our, you know, black bodies. So <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just just seek the help of your black friends. Go hit up this beautiful sister doing this godly work. You know what I'm saying? And go get go get your life. Madonna, oh Charlie Theron, like oh, all of y'all. Jesus. All Lord of y'all. Mercy. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. (laughs) Okay. All of (laughs) y'all. Help us today. Okay. All my women in the whole wide world. So, oh man, R. Kelly has been charged with 11 felony counts of additional sexual crimes.
1: Well, God has spoken. Let me tell you something. Church, say
0: amen. Let it flood, okay? <laughs> he said, We are going to bring this nigga to his toes and I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait for it and I'm gonna make sure that it happens bigly. So well, we just
1: we see what, what is happening and We're grateful. That's what's happening. <laughs> we're grateful. All right. Let's get Jason it. Jason
0: Mitchell, you know, I think we talked about Jason Mitchell. He's, that's the young man from the shy. That's the young man from the shy, easy e mm-hmm. all of that. His MTV movie and TV nomination was pulled due to his well, his misconduct allegations. Well, Pisha Jenkins. Well, <laughs> well Pisha Jenkins. I
1: think that There you have it and there it is. <laughs> because Monique said when you do clownery, okay? The clown comes back to
0: buy.
1: And I'll teach you to keep your hands to yourself. Keep your grimy, filthy, disgusting, misbegotten hands off of other people. That's
0: what that means, hands, okay? opinions, thoughts. Listen, that part, whatever all Whatever Nigga, keep That's that shit it. to yourself. Have a wet dream about me, but don't tell me about it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear nothing about it, nigga. You better act like I'm your sister when you see me. Do you hear me? And not the kind from Kentucky. <laughs> um, Don't do Kentucky like that. I know. The well, whole state. No, well, you know they know what i'm talking about when i say kentucky i don't mean the fried chicken so <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah i mean you know when you when you do bullshit like it comes back come it comes out spicy like when you eat hot shit it comes out spicy so you got to you, you have to you have to watch yourself and he clearly did not and now he is and i know a lot of people are holding lena responsible i don't really know the ins and outs of all of that um you know they are getting him out of here now, uh, so I'm not really sure to the severity of how the situation was handled uh, when when things first surfaced. I guess amongst their their camp, but people are at Lena's neck right now. Oh boy, um, Sammy weird weird to say his name is doing good deeds out here. Who? Um, uh, I like the really way you look. Yeah, apparently he's touring really and singing and singing songs yeah i'm seeing he has other songs i assume because there are people who want to see his show such as this single mother who traded him and said i want to go to the evolution tour but i don't have the ducats because i'm a single mother Blah 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 so sammy tweeted her back and was like find you a sitter i got your ticket
1: well, what the, isn't that
0: nice? I just thought that was just pleasant.
1: <laughs> isn't <laughs> just,
0: that nice? I thought that was just pleasant. Really did. So I thought that was worthy of sharing. Um, Arnav Gupta. Okay. Set himself on fire outside the White House. I heard that, you know, that came across my Daily Mail, mm-hmm. I think, as I was doing my makeup this morning. Yeah. And I said, okay. Like, yeah. I didn't. I saw the video. And he's passed, there. right? They said he yeah, passed, he passed away? away. Um, He passed. And now they're saying there are reports allegedly that he was on K2 or some sort of hallucinogen. Sweet. But, holy God. You know, I don't really trust, you know, when they report things about people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Say saying none. that you need to light yourself on fire and run across the White House lawn. I am by no means advocating for that. You know what I'm saying? But you know we have a terrorist in office and i understand people being like i have had enough <laughs> so that is quite um, a bit i don't trust i don't trust when they say that people were some people are just sick and tired and fed up um 50 cent okay 50 cent is being a bully per usual um this is not about Tierra Marie, although he is still bullying her. And I guess they're still dealing with their court stuff. But now he's saying that Rotimi, which is Dre from Power. Do you watch Power? I don't watch the Power. It is the Black Game of Thrones.
1: Um, and I saw wasn't 50. 50 had, was on the Shade Room talking shit about about Game of Thrones.
0: Was he? Well, I didn't see that. But he's all just hell, childish. Roti, um, he is now saying Rotimi owes him three hundred thousand dollars. Now,
1: everybody owes 50 everything. I don't understand. Like, what what can we do to kind of just get him paid up?
0: Can Biggest somebody shit. pay him off? The only person if, who paid him off allegedly is um Jamie. Uh, I'm sorry. Omari Hardwick.
1: I mean, girl, (laughs) he's always mad. And I don't understand how you are this wealthy and this
0: mad at the same time. He does not have enough to do. I am. I am. And so I can't figure out if this is a publicity stunt or if this is really him. Because the thing about 50 is he is a bully and a troll. So so some people are saying that Because what he's doing is He's posting Rotimi on his page And he's posting like Images of his new single But then he's saying like This nigga owes me $300,000 And I better get paid by Monday <laughs> So I mean That's why like Sir Listen Just do me a favor therapy. Everybody do me a favor And don't
1: borrow One more dime From <laughs> 50 Cent Go to a bank Call you your pastor You better a loan shark Call Oprah, call somebody else, call anybody else. But don't nobody ask, (laughs) listen, don't nobody ask 50 for nothing else. Okay. All of you just don't, don't even accept. If he offers, just tell him no, thank you and move along because i mean it's just not worth it at this point it's really not
0: cuz this nigga is going to he absolutely is so humiliate you
1: angry and i just can't do nothing but pray for him i don't understand how this man can be this wealthy and this upset there's so really many canin. when so many of us, so many of us are trying to keep get these student loans paid and every everything else. We got bills. We trying to keep ourselves alive and 50 over here mad.
0: Mad all the time. He don't even and like I'm his own sick kid.
1: Sick of it. Like sick of it, 50 girl. Whatever what I just what
0: we gonna have to pray. I don't know what it is we wanna do. This is why he plays Canaan get... so well, cause he's playing himself. Ooh. The nigga killed his son in power. And the Angry. nigga don't like his son in real life.
1: I don't know anything about the How show. How do you have
0: beef with them uh Tierra Marie, queen hey of the of the of the shoulderless blazers? <laughs> I don't I don't, a shoulderless blazer Yeah she's got these um, I call them jazzy shoulder blazers They're like Oh my they're, What are those Cold shoulder Cold shoulder blazers Like she came oh, out With that line of blazers I with, hate the, with the wings cold shoulder <laughs> Everything Same That's why me, <laughs> me and XD Call nothing. them jazzy shoulders They're just Like I
1: hate A cold shoulder blouse <laughs> I can't stand girl. it Because which one is it I can't stand it What warrants like, a sleeve Is it
0: a turtleneck Or is it right. a tank top Like what warrants A
1: sleeve But not a shoulder yeah. What kind of weather situation might that be?
0: <laughs> and what,
1: and people wear them like to
0: brunch. I'm like, so I what do your shoulders look like When under you take off your top? <laughs> stand. I'm that. baffled by I'm the sure whole there are cold shoulder <laughs> listeners of the show, and by and I apologize. I know y'all are going to be upset, but I'm just here to tell you that
1: I just I don't see it as a functional piece of clothing <laughs> at all. It's just not. It's like it's like those it's girls who wear open toed <laughs> shoes in the in the snow. Oh my God! Oh, you mean and the women? girls who wear pumps, <laughs> and the girls who wear pumps with sweatsuits. I understand that that's the oh, thing these I days. Don't the girls to that who one. are wearing full-on swishy sweats like Whitney sung the Star Spangled and Banner then in biker shorts with the with, 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 the, with the scrunchy pump.
0: socks and the pump. Girl, I'm, I'm just like, help me, help me. If y'all help me. give eighty six back and get the fuck out of here, make it make <laughs> sense. You can't make it because make it sense. Doesn't. You can't. Okay. Lastly. Mm -hmm. thank god regina hall
1: is showing what
0: a classy black woman she continues to be because she refused to tell a whitney houston drug joke on the series she's on black monday i'm not mad at that because we will never ever disrespect my auntie nippy no we're not we're not disrespecting nippy no ma'am no ma'am we were upset when Pusha t came out with that disrespectful cover art you know what i'm saying i felt guilty that it the album actually was really good. I, You know, I felt very guilty about that. But I don't, we, we're not going to tell, tell nippy drug jokes. And I respect Regina for taking her stance on that. She was in the writer's room. She was reading the script. And, you know. Oh, you're fine. You all right? You all right over <laughs> there. I'm sorry, y'all. Momentary pause. My sis is having a moment. I'll give you some hold music. And she bite. Ooh. A hug. She can't hear anything I'm saying, by the way. I'm literally talking to y'all. Kia is over here just trying to re-get her life in order again. She's just get gathering herself. I was just offering <laughs> some commentary. <laughs> <laughs> my whole setup just like fell apart. I really noticed. I gave the people a play by
1: play. It's no problem. Thank you. I got off the I, Like my blanket fell down. It was just, it was a disaster, but I'm alive. Thank you for your understanding. We're grateful. This, this, this show, this is like reality <laughs> podcasting. It you is. You see, you see all of the. <laughs> Woo! One day. One it's day adulting gonna, It's what it is. It is like
0: sometimes things just fall apart, like right now. <laughs> Yo. It's okay. Me and Santana gonna... were shopping for Micosa. And mm-hmm. so I don't know how I ended up like I'm talking to her. We're walking out the door, and I forgot that the restaurant supply we go to has this very odd, huge step when out of the door when you're leaving. I busted my ass. Like <laughs> I love it. I fell very slowly backwards and it was like, oh, my God, the horror on your face. I was like, because <laughs> when you get to a certain
1: age and you fall, it's just so traumatic because traumatic. you're like, I'm falling right I now fall. and there is nothing, I, nothing that can, can be do done about it. I mean this is actually happening and I can do nothing <laughs> about it. Yo. And I'm not going to be able to play this off and
0: get up quickly. I'm oh going to have to just take lay on my back like a turtle for a smooth 35 <laughs> seconds.
1: You got to make <laughs> and you got to make all the noises
0: when you I fall just, like, oh, oh, like oh, Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh god. Like, you gotta do all of that. <laughs> if you don't do
1: that, then you're not falling right. You're not falling right. Thing. You know, there's a way you gotta, especially after 30, like after the 30, round 30... 32 33 you start falling different in your
0: life. Let me t- I felt slow. <laughs> I felt Oh, oh god. <laughs> I felt it was very dramatic and movie effect like. It was like I felt very slow. My face was horrific and I knew that there was literally nothing I could do about it and there was nowhere I could go but down gravity had taken control. So Yes, we, that is it. That's the trash for today. What a time. What a time. Let's get to these lengthy graduation announcements.
1: So the great people at away sent uh, a bag for me to try because I be traveling or whatever. And I went ahead and got the bigger carry on um, and I took it on my trip just this week. I was talking <laughs> about um, and I love the bag. It's, you know, spacious. It's got all these amazing pockets. Of course, the charger comes in handy and it's really easy to carry. It's got those spinner wheels. It's lightweight. It's easy to pick up and transport. It's really a dope bag as someone who's in and out of the airport all the time. I'm absolutely grateful for it. It's sleek. It's it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, And they have great colors um, and the size range is really, really useful. If you travel a lot like me and sometimes need a bigger bag, sometimes need a smaller bag. I vote away all day. Choose from nine colors and four sizes, the carry on, the bigger carry on, both of which are complying with all major U.S. airlines, the medium or the large. All suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, which is lightweight and unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. And the 360 degree spinner wheels guarantee a smooth ride. Best of all, both sizes of the carry-on are able to change, charge anything that's powered by a USB cord. And thanks to their lifetime warranty, if anything breaks away, we'll fix or replace it. Try it for 100 days, or, and if any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund No questions asked. For $20 off your suitcase, go ahead and visit awaytravel.com forward slash grown and use the promo code grown during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash grown and use the promo code grown for $20 off a suitcase. Just make sure you write your name on it, okay? sis? because the people will take it.
0: (laughs) My sister's popping right now, Lala.
1: All right, all right, all right. It's time for these graduation announcements. It's the most wonderful time of the year.
0: Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm going to get right to it, though. Uh, The first graduation announcement comes from Brooke. What's the matter? Oh, nothing. Oh, you made a noise like something happened. Okay. Brooke writes, hello, Jade and Kia. Love and appreciate you both for all you do. I want to give a shout out to my little ladybug, Miss Autumn Sierra, who will be graduating from pre-kindergarten on June 14th from his little lamb child of care.
0: Yes, his little lamb.
1: (laughs) This is a very special time for us as my little lady was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in October of 2018. And that road to a diagnosis involved three week long stays in the hospital, multiple blood transfusions, a specialized diet, and daily and monthly medication to keep her sim- symptoms dormant. The first time I saw her graduation picture, which she's attached,
0: oh my God, my whole heart. Is... I admit, Listen, that's why I, I made that noise.
1: <laughs> 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 I immediately started crying because her journey to this point has been long, a long and tear-filled one, but I'm always reminded that God has the ultimate final say and last laugh, and she has not been hospitalized in over two months now. Glory! We've been through so much as a family emotionally, but we are ready to celebrate her accomplishments Thanks again for making this time to show my family some love. Uh, Sincerely, Brooke, Ladybug's mommy. Oh, Brooke. Y'all. Girl, first of all, Little Miss Autumn Sierra is the most precious thing I think I've ever seen in all of my days. Is. Um, And what a little fighter out here uh, just battling this uh, condition and, and still, you know, getting her things From her pre-kindergarten class At Little Lamb Childcare Center oh <laughs> I'm excited
0: Brooke, I love it so much Can I just, I have to talk to Brooke real quick, sis I Please know we do. don't usually do this But I feel a special tie to you Because when I was pregnant I saw a ladybug in my living room Aww. And I randomly just tweeted I saw a ladybug And my homegirl hit me and said Bitch, you're pregnant And Ooh. I was like Sharia, And I was like, no, I'm not. And then a week later, yes, I was. <laughs> and also, um, so much love and and support to you, you know, with everything that you're dealing with, with with Autumn's health. Um, I have not gone to this extent, but Noah did have to have surgery at seven months. And that was one of the scariest things I think that we've had to deal with. You know, just knowing that your child, there's nothing you can do. That lack of control can drive you crazy. And so... I super applaud you for taking this time to celebrate her and celebrate you for being an awesome mother and just being a support system to her and just so, so much love to you and your family. Okay. Uh, Our next one comes from Kelly. She says, praise the Lord. All ye niggas. (laughs) God is good. My name is Kelly and I'm shouting out my little cousin, Kelsey, She received her bachelor's degree in education from the University of Texas. Hey, go UT, San Marcos, and graduated summa cum laude. Thank you, Lordy. I'm so proud of her as she's growing into a godly young woman. I wish I was as well put together at 23 as she is. Since losing her mother in 2016, she's been a great example to her younger sisters, cousins, church and community. I can't wait to see God work the plans in her life. I love y'all, my sisters in spirit. And thank you for walking with me in this scam called adulthood. Be blessed. Thank you, Kelly. And shout out to you, Kelsey. Congratulations. Amazing news. Congratulations.
1: Um, The next email comes from Jamila. Who writes, Hey ladies, I have to shout out my big brother for graduating This past Sunday, from the world's greatest business school, Wharton, in Philly, he is currently taking some additional classes in Singapore and has secured a position at a firm in New York. He is an alum of Fisk University. Shout out to HBCUs. Anyway, I'm so proud of my brother for beating so many statistics and being a picture of black excellence for so many. He's an Ivy League grad. For those of you who don't know, Wharton Business School is at University of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Um. And you know, Big Brother is out here, honey. Get this, got this business degree. Come
0: on, and and got a position at a firm, and is taking classes in Singapore. You better be worldly, oh,
1: yeah. international. Okay, come on, come on. Um, All right, Camila didn't oh. give her brother's name, but
0: shout out to you, brother. Shout out to
1: you, <laughs> hermano.
0: <laughs> hey, Jaden, Kia. My name is Sierra, and I want to say that I've been listening to you both for a while because my best friend Eunice. Ooh, I know she's black. Put me on. (laughs) Big ups to you, niece. Big ups. I look forward to listening to you both every week because you're both so relatable and the topics you bring up each week really sit with my spirit and help me grow as an emerging adult. I just turned 24 in March and woo Chile, have started to navigate my adulthood with your help. Aww. On May 29th, I will be graduating from the Silverman School of Social Work at Hunter College with my Master of Social Work degree. Come on. And I haven't gotten my grades yet, but I hope to graduate with honors. I went into my program straight out of undergrad, so I didn't take a break. But the last two years as a full time student have really tested my faith in myself. She goes to talk on about the struggle of um, of dealing with that while she was in her support system as a black woman getting through school. Uh, But I'll be providing therapy to families who have experienced domestic violence violence and running support groups, which is the field I've been working in since undergrad. It's the position of my dreams to start my career. So I'm very excited and proud of myself being born, raised and still living in the Bronx. Hey, I rep my borough hard because it helped me grow into the woman I am today. BX all day. Last, I really want to thank you both for being with me on this journey. I love you both so much and I hope to catch a live show one day. But until then, I'll be listening to you both to help us navigate the scam that is adulting. That's it. That comes from Sierra. Thank you, Sierra, and congratulations. Many congratulations. You did that, sis. BX.
1: Um, the next email reads Hello, Jaden Kia. My name is Caitlin, and I'm writing to first say that I love y'all and the podcast so much. We love you too, sis. I yes. want to shout out myself for graduating May 18th from the University of Houston downtown with my Bachelor of Business Administration in Accounting. I completed my degree while working full-time and going to school full-time. I'm a first-generation graduate, and my baby brother is graduating high school on May the 30th. Part of my reason for going back and finishing, um, she said her 10-year high school reunion is next month, is to show him that he, too, can do anything he puts his mind to. Congratulations to all the spring 2019 grads.
0: Yes. Dope, dope, dope. 10 years. Wow. Mine is about to be 20. Hello. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> <I'm> very disgusted <laughs> Hey Hey Jade and Dr. Kia That's oh right God. She said yes I agree with Jade On speaking that y'all. title look Y'all better y'all. troll With me And look big my sister y'all. up Just look at you Woo Okay this is a long email So let <laughs> us Condense Oh it's actually not that bad My name is Kenya Janelle Andrew Come on All three names And I will be graduating On May 31st With my Bachelor of Fine Arts In Film and Television With a minor In Performing Arts From the Savannah College of art and design. Over the four years at SCAD, I became the president of the Women's Empowerment Club. Our club provides a safe space for women and their male and non binary allies to discuss and learn about issues that affect women around the world. Yes, do the work. I'm so proud of how yep. far this club is coming. I'm so excited to pass the torch to the 2019-2020 um, officer board. Go kick ass. I was also the creator and co-host of my very own podcast called A Feminist Take. Uh, okay. That is a feminist, un- a feminist Take underscore pod uh we believe that women are affected by all parts of the world around us so why can't every issue be a woman's issue hence our slogan yes women's issues are human issues we break down and discuss all matters and impact women not just the ones we've been assigned uh through the intersectional nuance lens of feminism over the course of our first three seasons we managed to accrue a substantial number of listeners 52 percent of which listen from outside the u.s come on international so I also want to shout out my little brother, Benjamin Anthony Andrew, who's graduating from Briarwoods High School. Yes, a PWI and on his way to study IT at a school he hasn't decided on yet. I'm so proud of all your accomplishments and the strength you have to keep going. Also, shout out to my baby sister, Naya Olivia Andrew, for graduating fifth grade and moving to middle school. You're going to do great things, sis. So proud of all of us. And thank you guys for being, as Jade said, black and happy. Hey. (laughs) So that comes from Kenya. Congratulations, Kenya and Benjamin and Naya. Very cute. The next email comes from Michelle. Michelle writes, uh,
1: hey, Jade and Kia. I want to take this time to shout out someone very special to me on May 10th, 2019. Dr. Tiara Belcher uh, will be walking across the ODU stage to collect her things, a Ph.D. in education with a focus in counselor education. She defended on April 9th. And as of the time of this email, her last committee member has approved her dissertation. I'm so proud of her and all the wonderful things she has accomplished. She has set a goal to have her Ph.D. by age 30, and she's doing just that. I love you, Tiara, and I can't wait to see how you thrive in your position. Congratulations, sincerely, Michelle. And Michelle says she was wild early. Um, she sent this email on April seventeenth. She was eager, um, but so she resent it again uh, just in case we miss it because she was too early. Because you was, sis. But God bless you yes, for being thorough and following okay. up.
0: oh before i read the next one i just want to quickly i don't know if i did this or not i know we shouted out um, shouted her out for a shout out to my sis nurturing possibilities but my Mm -hmm. good friend dr narissa snyder aka love uh got her uh, recently got her phd as well um she lives in maryland and i'm super super proud of her so if you're listening to this i'm super super proud of you and i love you to bits okay that's right girl congratulations Hey, Jade and Kia. First and foremost, thank you for blessing us each and every week with this gem. I will keep this short and sweet. I'd like to shout out my good sis Mia who graduated with her master's degree in criminal justice. My bonus mom Tracy who graduated with her bachelor's degree in business communication and my godchild Zion who will be graduating next month from kindergarten. I'm overwhelmed with joy and excited to see what else God has so in store cute. for them. Keep up the amazing work as a team and individually. Hope to see you both at the dopest dinner party, Philly Stop.
1: Nice. Peace
0: and blessings, Dawana. Congratulations wow. to all of you um, Mia, my, uh, Tracy, and also Zion. So cute. I know, I love it. And I love kids named Zion. <laughs>
1: Greetings, Jaden Kia. My name is Jonathan, and I am an educator based out of Brooklyn, New York. What up, first Jonathan?
0: Gi-
1: <laughs> right. Jonathan writes, first giving honor to God, who is ahead of my raggedy life. <laughs> <laughs> he has truly brought us up from a mighty long way, and I'm so excited to shout my brother Joshua Pulliam um, out. On May 19th, he graduated from Morehouse College with his second bachelor's degree, a BS in applied physics.
0: Yes. I am so proud
1: of him and all of the hard work that he has put in over the past five years. He does this with grace and perseverance, even when it is difficult and I couldn't be happier. He is headed to Virginia Tech to begin his PhD in engineering mechanics. And he is truly an inspiration to me and so many others. Thank you both for the love and light you spread every week. Peace and blessings to you. All the best, Jonathan. Um, and he sent a picture of Josh. Yes. all of his regalia. And I hope that Josh is amongst the men who got his student loans paid because he deserves.
0: I, oh, my God. That would be. He better be. He's <laughs> he better be part of that. He better be. I oh do my God. hope that he is. Joshua, we are praying that you are part of that number. When the saints yes. go marching in. Hi, Jaden Kid, <laughs> Thank you for scaring the shit out of me and then comforting me all within two hours every <laughs> single week. We'll do, we will do our best, sis. We really do. Because this adulting thing is truly a scam. But God is not going to play me. You guys have made these last six months, Team Typing Fast, more bearable than I ever thought possible. So continue the good work. Disclaimer, I'm a UK listener and my graduation isn't until July. That's okay, But I only have 12 days left of the semester and I want it to be celebrated, too. These last five years have been no joke. I'd like to congratulate myself in advance. (laughs) I will be graduating from Loughborough loughborough university with my master's degree in mechanical engineering as the only black girl to graduate this year i also wanted to take this opportunity oh to encourage god. my fellow black girls in stem thank That's you right. again for the laughs and the lessons god bless you both i'm sure my <laughs> accent is terrible it's so bad and this is from tisha so shout out to the international listeners shout out to tisha congratulations yeah shout out to the black girls in stem <laughs> okay That's it. Tisha, first of her name. Okay. (laughs) Tisha, first of her name. (laughs) Um, Hi, Jaden Kia. Lady of
1: STEM. (laughs) Um, Hi, Jaden Kia. As I was listening to the graduation announcements, which included the acknowledgement of my sister-in-law, Tiffany Amanda Aiken, MD, I realized that I did some pretty announcement-worthy shit in the academic realm this year as well. That's right. On March 8th, 2019, I officially became a certified public accountant. The requirements vary from state to state, but generally to become a CPA, one has to obtain 150 credit hours um, and two years of relevant work experience and pass all four parts of the exam. This ended up being a three-year process for me, um, and he listed some setbacks, uh, uh, the passing of his grandmother, taking a gap year, failing a section of the exam, um, relocating, and then being one credit short. uh, But... Through all of that, I'm um, so glad that the process is over. Go ahead and uh, make this email be over too, so you can get on to the next and next. <laughs> Warmest regards, Joseph. But Joseph, congratulations to you in um, you know making this accomplishment. Now go out here and, and you know count up some coins
0: and get your That's and get right. yours. Count your blessings because That's you've been it. through a lot and you have overcome. And you deserve. You definitely deserve. Hello, Jaden Kia. I wanted to shout out my sister from another mother and Mister oh, Miss wow. Janae Marie Jackson. She graduated from Emory University, New um, University's Neil Hodgson Woodruff School of Nursing with a Doctorate of Nursing Practice on May thirteenth. Wow. Doctor Jackson is also an active duty nurse in the U.S. Air Force and will be promoting to li- will be promoted to Lieutenant Colonel next month. A whole Come two on. years early. Like you too, my sis is a badass. And she included some beautiful pictures so of cute. Dr. Janae. And she is absolutely beautiful. Congratulations to you, Doctor, and thank you for everything. Stunning. Stunning much. Um,
1: Okie doke. Uh praise the Lord, Dr. Kia and Noah's former landlord. <laughs> Y'all are so petty. My name is Alicia and I'd like to give a shout out to my sister Hunter who on May 19th graduated cum laude uh, with a computer engineering degree from Virginia State University. Hunter is in the process of filling out applications and plan to attend whichever grad school keeps her debt free. That's right. Considering that she's um, a West Baltimore native who was raised by a single mom and helped uh, care for our special needs brother. Words can't describe just how proud I am of her. Hunter, I love you and I'm honored to be your big sis. I would also like to congratulate my little cousin, Sydney, who will be graduating from high school on June the 7th and attending UNC Charlotte this fall. Yes! Sydney will be majoring in political science with plans to become a civil rights attorney. Yes. We're cousins by blood, but sisters by choice. And I'm very proud of the person you've become. I love you. And I can't wait to celebrate your first of many graduations, wishing wishing you love, peace, and soul, Alicia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We so black. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. All right. Oh, yes. Okay. Hi, Kia. I hope this email finds you both well. You all are. Oh, Felicia, girl. <laughs> this is Felicia. This is Dr. P, honey. This, this is, is my Dr. Food. Commodore. That's okay? it. This is hi, Felicia, not <laughs> bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this email finds you both well and prospering and properly hydrated. That's right. I wanted to send in some quick graduation announcements for some awesome Black women I have the pleasure of knowing. Besides yourself. First, I wanted to shout out Dr. Amanda Washington Lockett, who graduated this spring with her PhD in higher education from the University of Pennsylvania. Amanda's been nothing short of amazing as she pursued her PhD all while getting married and having the most adorable baby yes, ever. Indeed. I had the pleasure of serving as a member of Amanda's dissertation committee, but more importantly, have come to know her as a sister. I am beyond proud of her and excited to welcome her to the PhD Club. That's right sis. That's See right. you at Ash.
1: Dr. Washington, we'll see you at the Ash in November. God bless. You hear that bougie black conference?
0: You're gonna be in that thing. <laughs> Secondly, we're not bougie. <laughs> I know. If you're if they're all like you, then I know it's a fun good. Smart time. We're gonna have a good smart ratchet time. Okay. I told y'all one day I'm coming in Kia's back. Secondly, just come on. I wanted to shout out three of my advisees who graduated with their master's degree in higher education from Old Dominion University. Cashay Evans Barlow, Jennifer Johnson, and Dominique Harper. I've watched these three young women grow, push when they didn't think they could anymore, and shine like the brilliant black women that they are. All of these women have made an impact on my life and taught me more than they realize. And they remind me of one of the most important reasons I became a professor. Yes, professor right. congrats to all the ladies and keep being brilliant. brilliant. Love you, Jade and Kia. You two keep doing what you're doing. You're making a difference. And we're all a little bit better because of it. Sincerely, Thank Dr. You, Felicia Commodore. Love you. Fee. Love you. Felicia. Um, and
1: congratulations to all the ladies that Felicia shouted out. I'm so That's super right. proud of you. I know um, I get I was
0: bigging up Felicia so hard I forgot to <laughs> congratulate no, the graduates. Congratulations! They congratulations are just awesome. to all the black and ladies.
1: welcome to the field. Okay. Ooh. Um. Hey Jaden Kia, my name is uh, Quisha, and I wanted to take this uh, moment to scream congrats to my Jack of oh, Jakai. Oh, to yep. my Jakai. Okay, I just want to make sure I was pronouncing it correctly. Yep. Uh said, please don't she gave three different pronunciations. He did. <laughs> she totally did. I'm so sorry. Congrats to my Jakai Um uh, he is graduating from fifth grade and headed into elementary school on June nineteenth. Uh Juneteenth, as he calls it. He better. In- Normally skip school that day because, as he says, it's a day for his people. Come on, on Frederick Douglass. Okay. (laughs) Without the wig. (laughs) That's indeed (laughs) pro-Black King. He is an amazing scholar and has been accepted to not one, not two, but five middle schools of his choice. Yes. (laughs) I struggled raising him on my own for eight years because his father finally... Uh, showed up in his life so yes I'm that extra ass parent that's the part of team too much and proud He he's an deserve. amazing dancer and has done numerous shows at Alvin Ailey shout yes. out to ASAP Noah yes and come is, on friend yes indeed and is currently performing ballroom dance thank yes. you so much <laughs> if you are able to read this I love the show despite Apple Podcasts not giving me the alerts when the show is available they hating. Uh, Here is a few pictures of him and his Nipsey Blue.
0: Pro-lific. Yes, mother. <laughs> oh, Quisha girl. Yo, you let me win. tell y'all something. He okay. is dabbing. He is posing. He is okay, my man's is bolted. Okay, prolific. Okay, I love it. I love prolific. Same. That's right. The pro-lific. marathon continues. Okay praise the lord niggas before i get into the into the shout outs i need to shower you two with love and praise (laughs) for the amazing work that you both are doing currently and will do in the future kia i am patiently waiting for a team type and fast event in louisiana jade same thing applies for the dopest dinner party here too i'd be the first in line for both yes well you might get a two-for-one special i have two graduation announcements first my godson Tyson Jalil Williams for graduating from pre-K at Delmont Pre-K Center. OK, that sounds established. My baby's going to kindergarten, y'all. Ugly cry. The Aww. second one is for my little sis-in-law, Catherine Marie Ross, for graduating top five in her class from St. Catherine Drexel Prep in New Orleans. Yeah, she received everybody. numerous accolades and awards for not only her academic excellence, but also her stellar service to the school. My sister was accepted into over 30 colleges and universities across the country and awarded Stunt. 1.6 million dollars in scholarships. Stunt. Work. W-O-R-K. She has chosen to take her talents, achievements, and all her black girl magic to Spellman in the fall. Yes. Thanks for reading and for helping us get through this scam called Adulting Love and Light. And she included some beautiful. Oh, look at his bow tie my so god so i precious. just oh my god congratulations I to love tyson boys. i love that i love it okay it is absolutely fun um yes congratulations to tyson and to catherine for all of your accomplishments tyson continue on in your educational journey young prince absolutely
1: Uh, Praise the Lord, uh, saints. Hi, Jade and Dr. Kia. I apologize in advance for the length of this email. Me and Succinctness, we don't get along. I'd first like to give praise and honor to whoever created this Bounce Remix uh, of Auntie Anita. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) May the Lord only richly bless you in all that you do. (laughs) I love your podcast. Thank you both for being so honest and vulnerable every episode and providing me with new perspective on things we go through as adults and especially Black women. Also... um, B-dub, I live for your 90s references as an 80s baby. Okay. For this graduation announcement, I'm shouting out my damn self. I graduated from medical school on May 11th from Keck School of Medicine of USC. I know we've been in the news a lot, at least in LA, and I'm not to be associated with the tomfoolery. You're not, Got about that bitch just in time. But there are lots of good people there. I'm extremely proud of myself for not giving up. I had an untraditional route. Failed forward many times, doubted myself, which was compounded by imposter syndrome and recognized anxiety that had probably always been there, but was magnified in this pressure cooker environment. But God, truly through prayer, fasting, faith, and discipline, he saw me through all of it. And as if that weren't enough, he saw fit for me to take a year off during school to complete a master's in public health. I'm still riding the high. Yes. Please send prayers up as I prepare for my family medicine residency starting in a few short weeks. Y'all, you can do anything you put your mind to with God by your side and the mindset that you won't give up until it's done and a great therapist and support system. Keys. Shout out to my Married to Medicine, oh, um, Olivia, uh, Rye. Rye, and Bridget, uh, and my Nora team, Jasmine Cruz, <laughs> which had <laughs> Kec graduates this year with varying degrees, MDs, MD, uh, MPHs, and MD, MBAs, and all of our Black and Brown grads. Keep shining, niggas. Dr. Yvette, Oceacosa.
0: yes md md yes yeah, so come on colors do you see all of this regalia
1: i mean in a full stunt a okay. one horse open sleigh. sis you okay. did it <laughs> i mean in a loose side sandal a Dude. loose side heel sandal it I is stand. cute okay i mean adorable
0: Hello, hello, my very first niece just graduated from Rancho Cucamonga High School, oh. and I am <laughs> shook. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that you say Rancho Cucamonga like that. You must right. Rancho Cucamonga. Sanai, first of her name, member of ASB, captain of the cheerleaders, prom court member, dancer extraordinaire, will be attending LSU, yes, purple and gold, as a tiger girl with a full ride. There aren't enough words to explain how proud I am Of this beautiful young woman She is so smart, kind, thoughtful, determined And extremely talented And yes, I'm that proud auntie that's going to send pics of my girl P.S. That's me in the background of the prom pic I had to leave the team typing fast event in L.A. A little early to go to her champagne party Oh, love y'all Congratulations to you, Sanai First of her name She's super cute Look at her, she's so L.A. So much so, right?
1: Uh, we're rounding it out, ladies. This says, hey, Jade and Kia. First, I adore you two and love what you do for us who are just trying to stay sane and maintain. That's we it. We adore you. Second, I would like to congratulate my sister Candace for completing her Bachelor's of Criminal Justice Forensic Science while holding down a full-time job as an EMT. Yes. My sister is bomb and a huge motivation to me, um, her older sister. And that's from Tatiana from PG County, Maryland.
0: Yes, you better give us the blackest county in all of the United Merlin. States. Merlin. I had to say it like that because that's how say it. Merlin. You must. Merlin. Mm-hmm. We're about to go to the curry out. <laughs> Last one Of the evening All right. Hello Big Sis Jade And Big Sis Kia My name is Christina Let me start with A thank you for the podcast That makes me feel So seen in this world Where a black woman Is invisible Until she is In a useful commodity I want to give Two shout outs For the graduation announcements I want to celebrate My niece Destiny Mariah Johnson She graduated From the illustrious Howard University HU okay. On May 10th With a bachelor's In biology This girl did the thing and never gave up on her dreams even when those around her doubted that she'd make it destiny was accepted into the dental hygiene program at howard university's college of dentistry starting this fall i'm so proud of you for your drive and determination you showed the naysayers that little black girls from the south side of chicago can and will follow our forever floatus into greatness yes lastly i want to shout out my friend Corey. he graduated with a master's in information technology he went to school full-time during the day and worked full-time at night His discipline to focus on finishing his education made for very long days during the past year, but he made it and we can finally turn up. Thank you for reading my email and graduation. Shout out sincerely, Christina. Thank you, Christina, for writing in shout out to you, destiny and shout out to you, Corey. Congratulations to all of you and congratulations to all of the graduates. Every last one of you continue to send your announcements to getting grown podcast at gmail.com as we are in the thick of graduation season. And I think it comes to an end, what, maybe like the second, third week in June? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so start getting those announcements in. You do. Our winter graduates, don't forget about yourselves. We love right. to hear from everybody. Also, mm-hmm. shout out to Dr. Fred. I don't have the book in front of me, but he wrote a book and released it and sent me one. Fred Smith? Yes, CSU. Fred Smith from, yes, from Cal State. Congratulations, yes, Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith wrote a book, so. um. I want to read it. When I, Dr. Smith <laughs> So I'll okay. be sure to um, post that Information in the description box Since I don't have it in front of me But I didn't want to forget it As it came to my head Let's move on to this Kitchen table talk though Let's do it Let's do it right now Kapari's coconut deodorant is a cleaner alternative to traditional deodorants. It's vegan and doesn't contain silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, or baking soda. It keeps you fresh with plant-based actives like sage oil and coconut oil. It's great if you've got sensitive skin, if you're looking for a deodorant with a subtle scent, or if you just don't want a bunch of questionable ingredients on your body. Plus, it goes on smooth and doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue. The original scent smells like sweet coconut milk. There's also a fragrance free version and two new scents, Beach and Gardenia. You never have to worry about running out of deodorant because Capari offers a subscription. Get it automatically shipped for free with a money back guarantee. There's no reason not to try. Okay. I know Kia always speaks to the greatness that is Capari, but let me go get- ahead and get in on this real quick. Your girl, true life, for real, for real, not because of the advertisement has a subscription to Kapari. (laughs) I have a subscription to Kapari because Kapari works. Mm -hmm. I don't have any issues. Like they said, there is no sticky white residue. I smell amazing. Vita cocoa on your girl. Go to kaparibeauty.com slash grown to save $5 off your first deodorant order when you subscribe. That's Kapari, K-O-P-A-R-I-beauty.com slash grown. Kaparibeauty.com slash grown. It's time to gather around the kitchen table, gather your snacks, your waters, all of the things you Capri Suns, all of the things that you (laughs) need. So we got um, a topic suggestion from a listener and Kia and I both thought it was a good one. Um, She wanted to talk about how do you respond to people who try to discourage you when you go to therapy, who have negative things to say about you going to therapy? And I thought that was a really timely conversation because I know, um, you know, as, as young black people in America, a lot of our, uh, a lot of our mothers and and fathers and aunties and uncles and older ones in our lives don't quite understand the need for therapy, you know, due to a lack of education of their time and whatnot. Um, but I thought that was a really timely conversation to have. So I'm going to start it out with a question okie okay, doke so you attend therapy you've been transparent about that correct sis correct have you told your mother that you go to therapy
1: yes i do believe that she is well aware um and that i have a therapist
0: has she had anything to say about it
1: um not not directly i do know that um um, But I, I say that because in conversations that I've had with my mom about my experience in therapy, I have encouraged her to uh, pursue uh, somebody to talk to uh, or yeah. like pursue identifying somebody to talk to, um, especially around navigating grief um, and just kind of managing different transitions in life. Because, you know, she's been vocal about. Um, you know, watching my grandparents get older and seeing things change for them and kind of coming to terms with this, this phase of life that they are in. So I've encouraged her to go and she has not necessarily done anything about that. Um, And I, and I can tell that she is reticent, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like hesitant for whatever reason. I think it's very real. Like you said, a lot of, a lot of our parents and older people in general, really came up believing that uh you know uh, you, you, fam. What's, what goes on in this house stays in this house mm-hmm. um and it's, this is c- compounded by people who are christian people who are of faith of any kind but um I can only speak from a christian perspective and just knowing that that's how I was raised I feel like in my family prayer is often wielded as a as a a, a the only strategy mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. um navigating different um con- you know different feelings, thoughts, conditions, um, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. um so we've not had like she's not vocally kind of said, no, I'm against it, but I can tell in her actions that it's not something uh that she is jazzed
0: about doing. Okay. Do you have you have you had any older ones? Um maybe not your mother in particular who have been discouraging and maybe not even older ones, just people in your life in general who have kind of discouraged you in ways from, from attending therapy. like attending therapy.
1: I have had, um, you know, discussions with people in my life, um, some family, some close friends, um, people in church uh, that were um, again, just hesitant or uh, leery of, of, therapy in lieu of you know prayer and and reading the bible mm-hmm. um many people are just kind of saying you got to be careful about those therapists you know because you know they're not saved or they don't have they don't know anything about god and that's that's not entirely true that's not at all true actually mm-hmm. um there are there there are even therapists who are faith-based um and, the, and my therapist is someone who is faith-based um but uh, also a trained, licensed uh counselor mm-hmm. in 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 this state and other states. Um, but she speaks a a, a great length. So I think a lot of her own personal work, um, and research is around the intersections of faith and mental health, and understanding the brain as an organ mm-hmm. of your body, mm-hmm. much like any other organ or body part. And if there is something that is dysfunctional um or that is not you know something that's not working to its optimal uh um you know something that's not working ideal you know to its to its I can't talk today. Something that's not functioning the way that it should be. If there's something that's not functioning the way it should be in your body, then we don't have a problem with going to a specialist. Like you go right. to the orthopedic doctor if you're having foot problems or you go to the to the uh, cardiovascular doctor if your heart is giving you troubles. If You know, we have all manner of specialists, but I don't understand what the stigma a- around, um, you know, na- uh, negotiated emotional and mental health um. Is but yeah, I have definitely had conversations with people who have you know warned me against speaking to a therapist and saying and and me for it as as you know me doing that being some sort of uh indication that I, I I've lost my faith or I know I don't believe in the power of prayer anymore,
0: mm.
1: which is bogus,
0: right? And I you know, and it's good that you have that mentality, like you're strong enough to be able to have that mentality um to be able to say like this is bogus like what I'm doing does not one does not negate the other like prayer does not negate therapy and therapy does not negate uh prayer but um what would you say to somebody who who encounters somebody who is discouraging them from going to therapy um I think that um I
1: would say, you know, just like I said, if there's something wrong with your car, you take it to see some somebody. You don't mm-hmm. throw the car away. You don't say, I don't believe in cars no more. You don't say, um, I, I just, I, I wish that we would, I mean, the bottom line is, this life is hard. Mm. Um, and seeing a therapist I've I've learned firsthand that seeing a therapist does not mean that 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 I'm broken or uh, I'm incapable or um you know there's something wrong with me. I, I have um you know something wrong with me so to speak. Mm-hmm. More is it that I'm looking for strategies on how to navigate my life better. Yep. One of the things that my therapist has helped me with, and I think I've talked about this on the show before, is um Helping me to reframe things and gain perspective mm-hmm. because, you know, when, when horrible things happen, you know, as a result of other traumas that I've experienced in my life, shout out to NYPD. Right. Um, sh- uh, so as, as a result of other traumas and experiences that I've had in my life, sometimes my initial reaction can be one of panic. It can be one of, of great anxiety and kind of send me spiraling into you know, uh, really negative kind of, uh, perspective helping like, you know, you know, if something bad happens, it's easy for me to go from zero to 60. Like, you know, oh man, stuff like this always happens to me. Something's wrong with me. Why does, you know, those kinds of things. And therapy has helped me to, uh, learn how to stop myself from getting caught up in those cycles of unproductive thoughts mm-hmm. and, and help me to own the fact that I am, I am not, um, I am not at fault for the issues that I have. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My issues with abandonment and rejection are a function of experiences that I've had in my life that were outside of my control. Mm -hmm. I'm not at fault because of them, but I am responsible for um, getting the tools and gaining understanding around what I need to do in order to make different decisions and choices and to improve the quality of my life. Life is not meant for me to be walking around stressed out and afraid all of the time. Mm -hmm. And I have learned through therapy how to practically apply my faith. I think that's one of the things that has really been key for me Mm -hmm. in working with the faith based counselor. She has helped me to understand why my reactions can be what they are. And to process them in ways that help me to kind of move in a different direction, but to also give me practical tools that I can um, use my faith in. Because, you know, we get we we co- we go to church, we go to we study the word and we, we we understand what it is that we are to do if we are believers. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times those things are. um Are are really deep and heavy and spiritual and they make sense, but it's it's not as easy to apply those things in day-to-day practice. Mm-hmm. Have faith in God. We know that. But what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? What right. does that look like on Tuesday morning when I'm in traffic? What does that look like when I get a letter in the mail that says that I owe the IRS thousands of dollars. What does that look like when, uh, you know, uh, my car uh, breaks down? What does it look like when I lose my job? How do I actually walk out what that means? And therapy has helped me to really kind of learn how to do that in, in a in a more productive way. Mm-hmm. And that's just been my experience. I'm not saying that that, that is, is going to be everybody's experience, but just speaking from what it's looked like for me, I would say that therapy has been a game changer. It, and it does, it it really has helped me to see that um, there's nothing wrong with going to get what you need. If you, if, if, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like if there's something wrong in your body, you go to the doctor. If there's something wrong in your, in your heart, in your mind, there's nothing wrong with going to see someone who has, who is trained and experienced in helping you process and navigate that. Mm -hmm. Um, That I feel like that was a really long answer, but I'm just saying, There's there. I've 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 gotten this question before. I've Mm -hmm. been at events and people have heard me. You know, I mean, my mom doesn't want me to go to therapy. What do I do? It's like, well, sometimes we got to make adult decisions and say, if that's what you don't want to do, that's fine. But this is my insurance card. Right. And this and this is my copay. And this is a choice that I'm making for me. And if you don't understand it, that's OK. We can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going because I'm making a choice for my life in order to improve the quality of my life.
0: And you can see how therapy has helped and benefited so many people. Look at Crystal's couch and what it's done for people. Right you know, in, in the time that she's been doing that and look what it's done for you and in, in learning how to deal with your grief. And also, like you said, apply it to your faith and kind of make the two work hand in hand as partners. Um, I found an article and it's not necessarily about therapy, but it's more about just seven things to remember when people don't support you in general. Dope. Um, so I thought these were like, they're not super pro, you know, they're not, they're not extremely deep but there are things to remember you know when you start to get into moments of of discouragement um the number one says your passion is your priority I want to change that to you are your priority because mm-hmm. in attending therapy this is for you like he has said to gain tools to learn you to learn how to cope you know <laughs> through society and learn how to deal with some of the struggles that you cannot change and so if somebody has something, if the naysayers have something to say about you attending therapy, this is not for them. This is for you. So you need to always remember that, that this is for you. Also, number two, life is short. So while you're living this life, it may be a little disheartening to have people around you discourage you. But remember that life is short and you don't want to spend your time worrying about what other people have to say. You want to spend your time f- feeling fulfilled and being able to do that with, a, you know, with a clear mind. And that's where therapy can help you. Number three, others may not fully understand. Um, you touched on that as well, or you taught, you got into that. People may not understand, but you can agree to disagree. And people have to respect your decisions. Um, number four, is sometimes others are insecure. And I thought that that was important because it's true. Um, and that's not something that we always think about. But people people are insecure and they could be projecting when they try to discourage you from therapy because maybe they realize somewhere deep down that they got some issues and they need to go to therapy. You know what I'm saying? So instead of being able to recognize those, they project that negative energy onto other people.
1: That's often what it is. Honestly, Mm -hmm. people really feeling like because they wouldn't do it or they're afraid to do it or they don't know anything about it. They just kind of steer clear from it. And that,
0: You cannot live your life according to other people's fears and insecurities. Nope. Nope. The very last line, actually, for that for that fourth point is don't take their words to heart. If their criticism isn't constructive in any way, they may be discouraging you because of their own fears and insecurities. And that like he said, that's the that's a lot. That's the case for a lot of things, not just with therapy. When People have negative things to say to you. A lot of it has a lot of it is projection. Like, if it's not constructive, if it's not set out of love and coming from a place of true concern with these logical thoughts, a lot of times it is projection. And it's because people have their own insecurities that they have not learned how to deal with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number six is 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 is. May hit hard, but you can do this without their support. That's it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? This is your therapy session. You don't take anybody else in that therapy session with you, and you don't. And it's nobody's business. You don't have to tell them when you're
1: going, why you're going, how you're going. Nope. You don't have to. Like, you don't want me to go? Okay. But then that doesn't mean,
0: right. That doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. No. Like, I can do this whether you support me or not. Say whatever you have to say about it, but this is my business. (laughs) And number seven, you cannot please everyone in your life. And you won't. Never will with (laughs) anything that you do. So I just thought that that was those were some, you know, simple, but like. Really key things to remember um, when you start to feel discouraged from other people and to and this is just for people, you know, who might who might need a, a comforting word or an encouraging word to just keep going in their path to try to become their, you know. They're full and complete selves. And I applaud each and every person who takes the steps, the necessary steps to be able to get to that to that point in your life, because that's not easy work. I'm it's still not. working on it myself. Like, yeah, I'm doing a lot of work right now. You know what I'm saying? But and it's it's not easy work. So I applaud each and every person who's dealing with that.
1: I mean... Yeah. I mean, one of the things we say over and over again is that, you know, adulting is about making decisions for yourself Mm -hmm. um, and learning how to be okay with that without the validation and and, um, support that we, you know, even if it from people that we normally get it from. The bottom line is you don't know, um, you know, just you just don't know how it will impact you. You don't know what, what it will do for you until you, you do it for yourself. You can't allow someone else's ideas about it or even experiences with it shape what you decide to do for yourself. If, some, if you feel like you want to talk to somebody about any aspect or area of your life, then that's something that you have every right to explore and question Absolutely um and i don't feel like there's anything wrong with that i think that that's not uh something that sh- is discouraged but should be encouraged and expected yep um and and you know like
0: we should be out here trying to be our I mean, the best version of ourselves we should
1: like we owe it to ourselves in order to 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 do to do that um and then there's no there's really there's no shame in it whatsoever there should not be um, because you know, when my nail is broken, I go get it fixed. That's
0: it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's your hair it. gets fucked up. You go to somebody to fix go it and get give it you fixed. a haircut. Like, you know,
1: you get, you got a flat tire, you get a new tire. Like it. there, it's, it's not, this, it's, there's no difference and people try to make it this huge complex thing. But if there is something that is not working in your life, then it is your responsibility to do what you
0: can do to make it work if your refrigerator is empty you go get groceries if you feeling empty why not go find somebody to help you to organize those thoughts so that you can you can gain some fulfillment you know what i'm saying so we you know if you'd have people and your loved ones in your life who are discouraging you you know from attending therapy if you're dealing with that know that kia and i over here getting grown fully encourage you um to, to continue on in your journey and hope that you know, you can continue with the strength to do so despite any negativity that comes from you. Like, you got to block toxic people. That's just, that's Absolutely. what we're we on now. we block to- blocking toxic people.
1: The investment that I've made in myself through therapy has been invaluable. That's it. The return is is more than I could have ever imagined because it's really, it's really more, like, you know, I don't know that saying, like, you, you, feed, you feed a hungry person, you give them a meal, you feed them, but if you teach them how to fish, you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I feel the same the same thing kind of applies in this in this instance. Like, you know, it's more than just, you know, giving somebody, you know, advice on how to navigate a particular situation. But it's really getting tools and building your skill set around how to manage different areas of your life better. Yep. And that is what makes sense. Right. That's just what makes sense it's about life. Mess. That's, that's that math. That's, that's maths. my kind of math. Two
0: plus oh, yeah. two is four. That's freaking maths. <laughs> <laughs> Straight like that. Let's move on to this honesty box. <laughs>
1: MAC's new matte formula feels weightless instantly hydrates and doesn't dry out your lips I and mean, make you feel like you got been kissing a bag of flour or whatever it was originally developed as a backstage trend for a soft matte look so it's backstage tested and artist approved many other matte lipsticks are drying but the powder kiss lipstick by MAC is where matte meets moisture the velvety soft matte color glides on effort- effortlessly providing instant long term hydration that doesn't dry out your lips so you get the zero shine smooth look of a matte Lipstick with the lightweight feel of a lip balm. The Powder Kiss lipstick comes in 24 gorgeous colors with a wide range of pinks, nudes, reds, and plums to complement just about any skin tone. The weightless cushiony texture of the powder kiss lipstick is the perfect way to amplify your look this spring. So I love lipstick, I love MAC lipstick especially. I mean I love a red lip. We all know everybody's first uh red lip was Max Ruby Woo. It yeah. looks amazing when you put it on. But to be totally fair, it felt like you were drawing on your li- your lips with a dry erase marker, <laughs> and um, it was just it was just very drying. It was not a it, but you know we all sacrificed it because it was a beautiful red. Thanks to the Powder Kiss Lips uh, collection, the powder the matte the matte moisture um, Powder Kiss lipstick, you don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> uh, it really does feel like a lip balm, especially if you pair it with Max. Prep and Prime lip. You literally can wear and it feels like you're wearing chapstick and it's a beautiful they have beautiful colors. I really like the um the shocking revelation I think is is the red lip uh and burning love is like a beautiful uh you know, berry um, and they have great, you know, there's a beautiful orange, there's a purple. Um, I plan on getting a bunch more of these lipsticks because they're super comfortable, especially to wear in the summertime. Um, you know, when it's hot and your lips can can dry out, they don't transfer. You can drink your water, you can drink your things that, you know, it's just, it's just a dope formula as someone who's been wearing lipstick for a long time. Matt really nailed it with this one. And so get into it. So well. Thank you so much, sis. So get into a totally new lip experience with the powder kiss lipstick by Mac. Head to your nearest Mac location to meet your Matt today, or you can shop at MACCosmetics.com.
0: Honestly? Truly. All right. Let's get into the honesty box. So <clears throat> um our honesty, our honesty box room, it's usually, you know, questions. Um this one is a little bit different, but I thought it, I thought it was important because You know, this is getting grown. And so we don't always talk about the comfortable things. Uh, But one thing that we always focus on is community. And knowing that we're not by ourselves in a lot of like complicated and difficult situations that we deal with. So um, we're definitely going to give this listener a pseudonym because we do not want to put her business out out there like that. Would you like to give her a pseudonym, sis? Monica. Monica. All right. New Monica. Good morning, Jade and Kia. I am a 31 year old mother of one daughter who will be 13 in June. Although I thought uh, would be a grand celebration, we won't be doing a darn thing. She completely lost her natural mind a few weeks ago. First by sneaking a boy in my home, not once, but twice. Mm. Then sneaking out three different times. I only know about everything she's done because she's 12 and has the desire to record or take pictures of every detail. She swears she's not sexually active, but I can't help but wonder. Not that this is not stressful enough. My mother reminds me on a daily basis that I am not doing such a good job at parenting. I'm not raising her the way she raised me, essentially. I am encouraging her to request birth control. My mother thinks that is encouraging her to have sex at her next checkup, but she keeps expressing that she doesn't need it. The doctor will not give it to her just because I've asked. She has to request it. I thought maybe introducing her to her biological father may assist her as she's been very disrespectful to the man that's raised her since she was six months. It seemed to backfire. She's picked up where he left off financially about eight years ago, but he has not spent any time with her and called her about three times. I know he's trash. She's having a hard time understanding that. So I have a constant feeling that I'm failing my child in more ways than one. Last week, I decided to deliberately make it known how special she is to me and be very transparent about my shortcomings, letting her know that I am trying my absolute best, apologizing to her when I make a mistake and just pushing through, even when she's not receptive, explaining that I, too, had attractions to boys at 13, but you knew it was for him to be here because you hid it from me. I'm working hard to overcome this feeling of failure. I just want to thank you ladies for assuring me that failure is a part of the journey and not the final destination. I know these bumps are a part of the ride in the end and we will be okay. Love always Monica. Woo. This is some real adult things. It really is. But I know Monica is not the only one who, who, you know, is dealing with a difficult teenager or about to be teenager. Um, and I thought this was also really important cause I love the fact that she's trying to do things a little bit differently, you know, cause we talk about that often just being the upgraded iOS versions of our parents. Right. Um, I don't think putting a child on birth control is necessarily encouraging them to have sex personally. You know, I know it can, it can appear that way, but also like, I'm not trying to raise no baby that didn't come out of me (laughs) like I can love my grandbaby but I'm not trying to raise no baby that didn't come out of me you know what I'm saying and so I know that's a difficult thing to do but I applaud you on everything that you're doing with the conversations that you're having with her and how you're trying to change the approach as opposed to a angry approach because I'm working on that myself you know what I'm saying I'm working on not I don't not dealing with this to this magnitude I'm not dealing with this obviously I have a five-year-old but um just in the way that i respond to her and the way that i talk to her i find myself you know working on my patience and trying to remember that she's a little human and that i'm i'm helping to mold her and i don't want to i don't want to discourage her from talking to me so right. i applaud you and what you're doing um and i hope that maybe even you guys can seek some kind of like parenting you know child counseling
1: i think that there are definitely people who can help you know figure out this whole process and what it means um i i want to join jade in um uh inc- like celebrating you um mm-hmm. for your honesty and transparency and i i really think that what you're doing is uh dope mm-hmm. um because i think one of the things that i regret about you know my relationship with my mom when i was a teenager was there was just an overall lack of transparency yeah um I don't feel like my mom was um forthcoming (laughs) like she did not share her you know anything like she didn't Mm -hmm. share her experiences what I don't have any sense of what it was like for my mom to be a teenager what her challenges were what she did wrong what she did right um because her approach was you know you know this is this is the standard And this is what you must meet Because I said so I require and I excellence like, Yes And I feel like that has its place But I think all mm-hmm. things in balance yes. It would have been useful for me And it would have taken A lot of pressure off of me If she would have shared Like you know Sometimes, you know, um <laughs> you like niggas. You, you know, like niggas. You. They look good and you curious about what their parts do. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like what your parts do. Like sometimes, I mean that would be that would be helpful. Um and I think by you fostering a culture of transparency and honesty. Mm-hmm. With your daughter, I think that that's something. Even if she doesn't understand it now, that is something that she will absolutely come to appreciate mm-hmm. later on in her life. You want to make her feel safe enough to tell you the truth, yep. uh, because we can't run from the truth. The fact is, we are. I'm not even that old. Well, I guess I am, but I feel like the world that that these teens are coming up in is largely different than the world oh, that yeah. I came up in. It's different. So it's like way different. So I have to acknowledge that and acknowledge that I don't know as much as I think I do. Mm-hmm. And I have to listen as much as I speak and be really conscious about how I respond to what I hear mm-hmm. because you don't want to set a tone in your relationship with your daughter where she is uh, resistant to tell you her truth. Yeah. Because I think that's where we get into very dangerous territory. Yeah. Um, you don't want her getting information from outside people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you know, we gotta really kinda, like you said, sis like take our feedback that we receive from our parents around these issues with like a grain of salt. Because mm-hmm. I mean, of course parents are gonna think that there's only one way to parent. Right. Like, you gotta Fair do way. this the way that I did. Right? right. Um, and sometimes it's just like, no. <laughs> like it's just like the world is a different world now and what you did back in 97 98 it's just not going to work in 2019. It's mm-hmm. just not. Mm-hmm. It's not because we're talking like 20 years of difference. Like we're talking a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So um Monica I think that you are doing a good job. I want to thank you for being so honest and and in sharing and I'm 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 just honored that you trust us as you know again grown community to kind of just be uh completely honest about what it is that you're dealing with and I mean other parents who listen please chime in let's make this let's make this um a safe space where we can kind of talk about these issues i don't have anybody's child in here trying to keep this house plant alive <laughs> but this is this is the kind of um These are the things that I know will help me, Um, you know, should I ever become somebody's mama one day? Because the fact of the matter is the world is not going to stop changing. Yeah. And we have got to do it different. Right. Like, obviously, what our mamas did ain't work all the way. (laughs) Right. Like, I mean, because look. (laughs) Like, cause look, and I said that one time at church, and just really riled the people up. I'm like, y'all out here complaining about, like, you know, you want to ride the the single girls about being single, and I'm like, you got to acknowledge at some point that you raised these non, like, you raised these terrible niggas. Like, you, you raised them. You You want to be out here talking about how ain't no good men left. When are you gonna own the fact that you raised these niggas? You did. You did, this. <laughs> you did it Sorry, And I mean I know you did your best And nobody's saying that you did it You did it wrong but we just have to be We have to call things things If we don't own it Then we're not going to do anything to be able to change it So mm-hmm. I, just, I just applaud you Monica for owning Hey hey I'm struggling I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> But I'm doing the best that I can I think that's all that we can ask
0: Yep you know, Monica, we we keep you in our thoughts mm-hmm. and um, I hope this was a, you know, I hope I hope Monica being transparent with her situation um, was able to encourage somebody else, you know, who's in the getting grown community who might be facing something similar or the struggles of just raising a teenager in general. But yeah, like he said, let's continue to open up these conversations because they're important ones to have. And they're real. They're honest. Like we're not all. You know, we're not all gonna have these little Carlton Banks, who you know are little snitches and 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 <laughs> do everything that they're supposed to do and tell every you know mistake that they make or whatever. So it's important that we continue to talk about these things. And even though you just have more recess, your <laughs> you know your weigh in is very very key and important, and it is encouraged and welcome. It's welcomed. just me and Mo. <laughs> That's it, boo. My baby's getting tall. He's growing. <laughs> That's what
1: <laughs> I'm just so proud of him. I'm just looking at him now, like look at you standing almost as tall as me. Yes, <laughs> He's so like, cute. He just done grown out of this planter and everything. I need to be, I need to repot him and everything. He just busting out of the seams. Well, happy just- Mother's Day. He's a big boy. That's a big boy. That's Mama's baby over there.
0: <laughs> That's right. We love you, Monica. And um, we do, you know, keep us updated in your, in your journey and as a parent and know that you are not failing at all. You know, you can't control everything that your child does, but you can try to steer them. And we feel, and you're doing an amazing job as it is. So amazing. Totally amazing. Let's move on to this petty pee, though. What? <laughs> and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody knows I can be real petty P-E to the T-T-Y honey. honey, honey.
1: Alright ladies and gentlemen this is the moment that I have been waiting for <laughs> My soul is ready Yes So I had to travel mm-hmm. um, this weekend I had to I had a conference program committee meeting um in Portland, Oregon, and that's where I was, you know, over the Memorial Day holiday. And uh I had a a very, you know, intense but productive time there in Portland. I had no uh you know, I had a brief hiccup, you know, on the way out there my flight was canceled. Uh, But, you know, I believe it was for the best. And, you know, I just had to adjust and kind of just keep it moving. And I was, you know, I was over it. I had moved on Mm -hmm. and I did what I had to do at the meeting and was all ready and set to come back home. And I did just that. I boarded my plane and got, uh, you know, flew the five hours back to Washington, D.C. and went to get off of the plane. And you know, you know, upon, you know, boarding the plane, I had my carry-on. I placed it in the overhead bin above my seat. I was sitting on the window. Seat 12F. <laughs> that was my seat. And uh I placed my bag above my head because that's what I was instructed to do. Place mm-hmm. your things in the overhead bin. Now we fly back. I had a, I was really just, I have really have to say that it was one of the most productive flights I've ever had because it being five hours, I want to thank the good folks at United for having that, you know, right at your seat outlet. I had my laptop. I had I had my music. I went ahead and paid the five for the in-flight Wi-Fi and I worked <laughs> for the whole flight. I mean, I was I'm just the five. sailing. Smooth sailing, right? You know, I had left the program committee meeting. My co-chair was still at the meeting, but we were still communicating. We were still working. It was just like I was right there with her. We were still meeting. I, we did everything we needed. I was feeling good. mm because I was I was like, I'm getting so much work done. I'm going to be able to go home and go to bed. It's going to be yes. amazing. I was yes. so excited. So I go to get off the plane and I get out. Y'all know the people stand up immediately in the aisle. You know, that fries my fish. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Mm-hmm. And whatever. Um, but I, it's, you know, I wait my turn. I stand up and I have a, a forest green away bag. Like the away suitcase. hmm and I'm looking for my bag. Remember, I had placed it above C12F. Mm-hmm. And I look up, and there is no bag in the bin. And I look across the bin, and there is another Forest Green away bag. But I looked at that bag immediately and said, That is not my bag. Mm.
0: Um, because words mean things and you placed yours in the where?
1: I know that I placed it. I know where I placed it. I know it was Overhead, my bag. I know where I put it. Which over is over your head. head. Over my head. But there we go. So um I immediately and I let the flight attendant know. I said, ma'am, someone has taken my bag by mistake. Could you please catch it's the green away bag? Could you please catch? And the lady sees me. I know she hears me because she answers me, but she walks toward me instead of walking away from me as I had asked her to do. And I'm like, ma'am, the lady has my bag. She's leaving. Can you please? And she's walking towards me and she's asking me if I'm sure. And I'm like, ma'am, this is not my bag. The lady that has my bag is getting off of the plane and you are allowing her to do that. And you, well, and then she starts asking the people around me, like, whose bag is this? It's not mine. I'm t- I told you that. And it's not theirs. The lady got off the plane. So when she finally realized, I'm like, well, if the people behind me had my bag, wouldn't my bag still be here? Mm. Genius. Okay. Mm. So I'm mad. The lady has completely, like you know, any chance of me catching this lady getting off the plane is completely gone. I'm running up the jet bridge and I get out there, the gay agent, and I'm just like, can you guys make an announcement? Someone has my bag. Can you please try to catch them? Because all manner of things is running through my mind. Somebody has my bag. What if they're getting on the plane to Switzerland and taking my bag with them? I need my things. I just want to go home and go to sleep. So the man is like, I'll make an announcement. And he makes an announcement and he's, there's no urgency. There's no... There's no expediency in his voice whatsoever. He's just like, hey, if you by chance grab the wrong, please take, your, take the time to check your bags. So like, you know, the airport is packed. It's the day after Memorial Day. It's one million people there. Mm-hmm. Nobody's paying his announcement any mind. So I'm like, so what do we do now? I got somebody else's bag. Somebody got my bag. Like, what's the protocol? And all these people are looking at me like I am speaking Hebrew. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, is anybody going to say anything? Like, I need, what What happens now? Because, okay, is there a way? He's like, you know, is your name on, on the bag? I'm like, my name is on my bag, but my bag is not here. So why are, we, why are you asking me these? He's like, okay, so, okay. Huh. Long story less long, I I have to cuss everybody at gate 3D out. I have to cuss everybody out because there's a black lady at the gate agent. She's trying to be helpful. But you know how sometimes we talk talk too much? Mm -hmm. Miss Gladys, let's just call her Gladys. Gladys Gladys. is like, so, you know, she's like two. She was like, one of two things will happen. Somebody will realize that they have your bag and they'll bring it back. Or they won't realize they have your bag and they'll leave. And I'm like, well, girl, I mean, I mean, who doesn't know that? Like, this is not helpful. And then she was like, well, and then honestly, what they could do, if they realize that it's not their bag, they could just abandon it in the airport. And we'll just have to wait until the janitors find it. And I'm like, sis, how is this useful? How is this helpful to me in this moment? Can you help me understand what you feel like this is going to do for me right now? And she was just like, well, what you could do is go to the baggage office and see. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to go somewhere because you niggas are useless. Mm. So I go to the baggage office and I want to take this opportunity to shout out somebody's abuela named Patricia. <laughs> Patricia! <laughs> Looks at me in the baggage office and I explain to So So uh, evidently before I got down there, the gay agent had called them to see if someone had turned in the bag. So she walks in, I walk in and Patricia looks at me and she says, oh my God. She was like, I am so sorry. And I'm like, thank you for being the only person in this entire airport
0: with some empathy.
1: Who sees that I am upset? <laughs> like, like Patricia was the only person who was like, this is terrible. Somebody has your things. I'm like, somebody has my things. And you mine. are acknowledging it. Thank you. Thank you. I said, because these people have been treating me like I am the one who told somebody else's things and somebody has my things. <laughs> Patricia is also the only person in all of Dallas Airport who who actually, like, came up with a strategy. Like, she tried to fix it. Mm. Patricia said, what's your seat? And I told her 12F. She got on the phone and called everybody who was sitting around seat
0: 12F. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. And
1: I'm like, thank you for doing your job.
0: Muchas gracias, Patricia.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So that... Is all the context that I needed to just say that my petty peeve is this. Pay attention <laughs> when you are flying because you don't realize like how, like it is so like everything that I had with me at the time was in that bag. Mm-hmm. Medicine, contacts, glasses. Everything. Everything. Your I thank things. God that I had my wallet and my computer, all those kinds of things. But all of my things, mm-hmm. my makeup, we can stop right there. My makeup the, honestly, honestly. and my makeup brushes. And I mean, oh. this is not at all a brag, but y'all know that I like makeup and makeup is collection. something that <laughs> is important to me. So anytime I lose a makeup bag, we're talking hundreds of dollars gone. Yeah. Yeah. Because possibly thousands. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm talking every makeup brush yeah. in the
0: bag. Kia got a setup, okay?
1: I'm just saying I want y'all to pay attention when you're flying. Because what and I know it was an accident, and I know the accidents happen, but like you can't just be grabbing things and leaving. <laughs>
0: like if you have to make sure that they you belong put your to shit.
1: you. Exactly. Because like I just was so grateful cuz I the the longer it took because eventually the lady realized that I had that she had my bag and brought it back to the airport but I just thank God that she was local because I right. my biggest fear was that the bitch was flying to Switzerland
0: yeah
1: with my shit <laughs> you know what I'm and then I would have to wait days for my mm-hmm. things yeah and I just feel like I don't know if it was a race thing or what, but what frustrated me the most was that all of the people that I spoke to treated me as if I had done something wrong. No one was empathetic with the accession of Patricia. Listen. No one looked at me and was like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Everybody was like, well, is your name on your back? It don't matter. That lady took it.
0: Listen, sis, I have, and I'm I'm probably very wrong, <coughs> But I don't care. I have come to the conclusion, and I'm sorry for all of our listeners. This excludes you, if you work in this field. I hate everybody who works in the air in the in the the travel field (laughs) via air. If you TSA, the gate agents, like the vast majority of them, I hate (laughs) because I have that that funky ass United the other week. And that raggedy ass gate agent that I wanted to kick in the temple and just her raggedy ass counterpart who came out, all of them, can't stand none of them. So, sorry. I'm sure I haven't encountered any listeners.
1: I mean, it's just like, I just want us to be mindful. Like, traveling is intense. I travel a lot. I know that these things are a function of people who travel a lot. These Mm kinds of things happen all the time. But it was just a really stressful situation.
0: Try to put yourself in people's shoes. Like, and just,
1: I mean, have a little compassion. Like you but said, I can't pay attention you, to your
0: own shit. Just no pay where attention. You put your it's shit.
1: really all that it matters. Like, all that matters. And check. Just take the two seconds that it takes to make sure that, you, that you're doing what you intend to do. Um, right. Because what I will be able to tell you, though, from now on, is I'm getting ready to call my good friend, the artist Sierra Lynn. And is I'm it gonna it? have this away bag customized. It's gonna say, right. it's gonna be painted. It's gonna say my name about 14 different ways on it. <laughs> and it's also going to say very prominently this is not yours. Do not touch it. That's it. Because you have my things. <laughs> These are my things. And I mean, it was just devastating because I felt powerless. Like that white lady literally took my suitcase. She walked off the, off the airplane with all of my things. She walked off with my stuff. Stressful. And just brought it back when it was convenient for her to do
0: so. Stressful. Stressful. But yes.
1: Thank you guys for listening to my Ted talk. I'm going <laughs> to shut up now.
0: Oh no, sis. That was, that was uh very, very entertaining. <laughs> um, I apologize if you, if this is your second time hearing this, but it is warranted to be repeated. Uh, a white woman too pissed me off and she is my petty peeve this week. Oh boy. So I told y'all at Makosa is always, it is a beautiful oh time and the people are lovely. And literally 98% of the p- patrons who come through and buy our food are just wonderful and lovely and supportive and understanding when we take our breaks. Now, Makosa is a party. Okay. It is a outdoor party. Santana and I, as for the culture catering, do the food for it. We work for ourselves, but we are part of the Makosa family. Okay. People are there to party. It is not a restaurant. Mm -hmm. So when we decide to take a break after we have served 75 people in a row, then we're going to take a break. And if we have people helping us, we're going to make sure these people eat and that they are too are having a good time because they are at this party. And when we are back on, we are back on and we're going to make sure your shit is right. So we take our first break. I'm down at one end of the table, Santana's at the other. So I find out later that, because I'm, I'm not a part of this initial argument. So, you know, two white girls come up to the table, Okay and this is not a party that a whole lot of white people are in and the ones who are there are allies and they are welcomed in the space and they know how to act you may not come in the space if you do not know how to act you are a guest here and that is just what it is and I don't care if you don't like that I'm saying that you are a guest here so don't come in here with no motherfucking entitlement because that's not what we anybody is getting ready to honor up in this bitch So this, so these two bitches come to the table they would be bitches regardless of who they are because the one last year who pissed me off was a black girl with a terrible crochet install. Anyway.
1: <laughs> so. Friend, wait, shout out to my, um, shout out to my twin Amber. I know she listens to the show, but Amber hey, calls, Amber. Cro- Amber calls crochets,
0: crochets. <laughs> <laughs> Bad crochets. She'd be like, these crochets. That's what I had to tell the bitch last year I was like you know what I'm not serving you nothing You and your terrible YouTube crochet install Can go to fuck across the party And get out of my face because you're not getting shit But anyway this is not about her So these two white girls come up to the table And they're like Mind you we have a sign that says break We got a sign for everything So we got a sign that says break She goes up to Antoinette um, When are you guys going to serve food? Antoinette's like we just went on a break We are going to eat And we will probably start in about half an hour. Ten minutes later, she asks again, we've been standing here waiting. I used to work here and I, you know, I just, when are you guys going to start serving food? And so that's like, I told you we are on a break right now. Oh, Lord, I see where this is going. It was going to be half an hour. So Santana enters the picture because she's on that end of the table. So she's like, we're on a break. We're going to make sure everybody here eats. Don't come to the table with that entitlement. okay? I don't care if you used to work for the establishment. That's not how this works. We work for ourselves. This is a party from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. If we want to take an hour long break, that's what we're going to do. okay? when we say we're off the break, that's when we start selling food again. We are not obligated to do anything. And that's not bad service. That's what it is. You got to respect it. So." The girls start pulls her phone out and starts filming us. Now we're taking our break. All the girls are eating. I made their nachos. I'm down at the end taking in my form of nourishment on my break. She starts filming, like so I see her hold the camera up to me or hold the phone up, but I don't know what's going on. So I just blow smoking her over that, that direction. I'm like, I don't know what you're filming, but pff, there you go, bitch. So I don't know what's happening. And the reason I don't know what's happening is because Santana and Antoinette made very clear that I did not know what was going on. <laughs> but I could they couldn't hide it any longer because I look down and Santana is flinging a towel at these girls like two cats. <laughs> And she's them away cursing them in Spanish oh she, Yes, she's God. like, get out of here I already told you don't come over here with no bullshit And no entitlement, so now I'm not gonna serve you anything Go, go eat somewhere else Take your asses on She's like, pendeja, bye, go So, so the girls So the black people around start cheering They start <laughs> clapping And oh, my Lord. I see them scurry like two rats Down the stairs out of the party And that, you know, at this point I'm, I'm, I know what's going on. So I'm like, well, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Don't come back over here. So my petty peeve is for um, others who come into our spaces. We don't (laughs) have much. Okay and i'm i know i'm not trying to make this no struggle conversation but we don't really have a lot of spaces that are ours without you all coming and infiltrating them whether they be neighborhoods or bars or parties or churches or whatever nobody's telling you that you can't come if you appreciate and respect the culture and you want to come be a part we are not going to turn you away because that's not who we are as a people. But what we will not tolerate is you coming into these spaces that we have formed for ourselves being disrespectful and entitled. And that's when you're going to get told about yourself. So that's my petty peeve. And I would just like to say, if I end up anywhere on this bitch's social media and it comes to my attention, if I see you in the street. I already said it once and I'm saying it again so that you know that I'm serious. I think I said it on Jaden XD and I know I said it on Twitter. I will walk you like a dog by your fucking ponytail. Okay. Do you hear me? If I see you on my social media and you do anything to try to tarnish anything about me and you won't, you won't tarnish anything about me. Know that I will tarnish you physically. I will walk you like a dog. I have one more petty peeve, but it's very short. I'm very okay. irritated that it's almost June and my coconut oil is coagulated. It should not be solid. This is ridiculous. Global warming is real.
1: Oh, wait. And- um, <laughs> well, I just think, I mean, to... to fur- I mean, this... I just think that's fascinating because it's been 95 degrees in, in the DMV for yeah, the last you guys are week. four hours away. This makes no sense. It makes no sense. And we have just got to keep our lamps trimmed and burning because Jesus is coming
0: back. Absolutely. Because okay? <laughs> like, Trumpito he lied. is coming back. Trumpito just, said there's no global warming, but... Woo. Nigga, we're wearing coats in June. So like, I mean, honestly, what you, what, what you talking about?
1: Meanwhile, <laughs> back here, everyone's lace fronts are peeling back because of perforation. <laughs> and I just cannot. Them little crunchy, just, crinkly edges. I'm so grateful <laughs> to just be bald headed in this season because I cannot. Oh, that's
0: right. Hello. I'm feeling bad. I feel
1: bad for the for the girls. It's the great. got to be glued the got to be glued is just not holding up okay got to be glued it's got to be glued yes. <laughs> well that is another episode of getting grown a very Ooh, long one congrats work. if you made it to the end child <laughs> yes. we know that we are terrible like sh- give yourselves a round of applause okay
0: if you made it to the end of the episode tweet Kia <laughs> pictures oh my god <laughs> of let me see i've already ian boots. <laughs> oh my boots why would you say that because i'm if i get yes oh or just pictures of ian levin's <laughs> i'm just gonna beat my eggs
1: <laughs> you are just you are a part of the problem all right ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening Please continue to do so. We appreciate everyone who continues to support this little raggedy piece (laughs) of show. Thank you for your patience this holiday weekend. I was in distress when I came home without my luggage, Mm -hmm. so y'all gave me some extra days to get my life together. But I can assure you that we are going to get back on schedule. But we, you know, we we just your late aunties that always come to the graduation just right after it starts, right in time
0: to give you the flowers. You know what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) We we are doing the best we can. We're trying to navigate life out here, and you know we were doing so well. We just got to get back on track.
0: That's it. We will.
1: We will. But and yes, in the mean, all right. In the meantime and in between time, be sure that you are moisturizing your skin, high, drinking your water, hydrating as always, and minding your business, wassup? Cause your
0: black will crack and your lace fronts will peel back. Bye. Bye. <laughs>